Have you heard about this videotape that kills you when you watch it? What a note say, Dan. Cat dead. Details later. See, the police are always off track with this shit. If they'd watch prom night, they'd save time. There's a formula to it. A very simple formula. Everybody's a suspect. What's up, guys and gals? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks podcast. I'm your host, Trashmouth, and this week, my guest is the one and only Todd Kowalski, bass player for the legendary punk band, Propagandi. Now, before we get into this week's interview, I just want to warn you guys that I accidentally had my settings wrong, so I wasn't recording with the right microphone. So during this interview, it was just recording with the microphone on my computer, and the quality is a little bit poorer than usual, but going forward, it'll be back to the usual quality that you're used to, so... Sorry about that, it's just this one episode, and hopefully going forward I can make sure it doesn't happen again. But make sure you go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as this upcoming weekend I'll be announcing my full lineup for June. And hopefully sometime in June I'll be announcing something big coming up in a couple of months, so be on the lookout for that. And don't forget that you can also go sign up for the Patreon for $2 a month if you want to show your support. And here's this week's interview. Usually start with like a few questions, you know, about like the stuff that you're either currently working on or that you have worked on, you know, before jumping into the horror movies. But we don't have to linger on that stuff too much. Pretty much just wondering, you know, if you and the rest of the guys in propaganda have anything that you know in the works or if you're just kind of hoping you know to get back on tour post-covid uh no me and chris are working on a lot of riffs right now kind of separately but we sort of know what each other's up to a little bit and uh yeah then you just kind of put some words on and start jamming with jordan see how they feel as a real band and uh see what see where we're at hell yeah we're in good shape going in with all our riffs and stuff that's for sure yeah no that's awesome and i know with covid a lot of people have been split up anyway so a lot of the writing's been kind of like you've had to do it separate you know until you know yeah. right about now so so and then uh you also do a bunch of awesome artwork man how long have you been doing uh art for and you know what inspired you to start uh, i guess i've been drawing since i was a little kid yeah when i i used to uh when my dad would get home from work, I'd get him to make me these little uh, cardboard army army people with stands and little tanks and stuff, and I'd play with them. And oh, yeah. eventually, I started trying to make my own and just kept going. I'd make little football players or whatever, anything yeah. I anything I was watching on TV. I just kept doing that, and then I stopped for a little bit in my twenties, uh, and then I picked it up again a little later and just kept going. Oh yeah. And for the uh, like uh, other artistic people listening, like what kind of uh like work would you say you do you know like what kind of uh like different types of art do you work on i see that you work on a ton of different types so you know what i mean like i saw where you're doing some of the color work with like the toy story uh yeah. stills but then you were also doing like some of your own like like sketch style drawings and stuff like that yeah kind of uh do i don't know i have a hard time pinning pinning it down my interests i kind of like everything so yeah sometimes i'll paint portraits in oil sometimes i'll paint landscapes in oil or gouache Sometimes I'll work uh, digitally, yeah, doing those color studies, or lately I've been trying to do a lot of animation, doing my own scenes and stuff. Uh, I'm not, not moving animation, but like the kind of the design of it all, background yeah. design, and yeah, I draw with pencil, I go draw models all the time. I haven't since COVID started, but yeah, just yeah. kind of anything really, just to, I just like keep learning and keep moving along, you know? Yeah, anything to get the uh, expression out there. Yeah, and just keep trying new things, see where I could go. Yeah, hell yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Now, I definitely, uh, 
enjoy your art and i you know highly recommend anybody that hasn't checked it out that they check it out for sure thanks but um we can dive into the horror movies man if you just want to tell me you know what your relationship was with them growing up if it's changed at all now that you're older yeah i guess i wouldn't necessarily say i'm like a huge fan as yours you are like i don't yeah. watch many movies perhaps but uh yeah i guess my favorite ones as a kid uh yeah like friday the 13th and uh oh, yeah. i love halloween that's probably the most I ever got into something was Halloween. Yeah. Uh, mostly because of the book more than the movie per se. I, I've read the book uh, before I actually saw the movie. So the book seemed like so much scarier and deeper. Like they really went into uh, Michael Myers psychology and stuff. Yeah. So me and my friend got super into that. And the scariest movie ever was Fun House. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I don't know how old I was when I saw that, but it scared the crap out of me. And The Exorcist, Rosemary's Baby, I, I really like. <laughs> uh, I'd say those. And like lately, I think the best, or the ones I like the best are uh, like The Witch, Hereditary. And uh, like, I thought The Lighthouse, I don't know if that categorizes as horror, but I thought The Lighthouse was one of the best ones I've seen in maybe ever. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I put it in the horror category, at least like... Uh you know, the horror subgenre of some kind, because it's definitely one of those that I feel like unless you're a genre fan of like horror, you it's kind of hard to enjoy that movie unless you like horror movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's such a great show. That one. Yeah. It's very uh, unique too. That's one thing I like about it is like all the stuff that they did, you know, to get all the lighting with the black and white and then yeah. the, you know, all the stuff that they fought, like as far as like the weather and the, you know, the water and stuff like that when trying to get the shots on the actual lighthouse that they were at and stuff like that. But then to turn out to be such a beautiful movie, that's actually like, just great storytelling it's just uh it's like in a whole um, it's an amazing feat you know all around so yeah i thought so too and i i like the uh, midsummer as well i like that was oh. good. maybe a little less than a couple of these other ones but still really good yeah actually just offhand do you know any more horror movies that are like really close to those type that i should watch uh there was one that came out uh quite a few years ago called uh, the house of the devil i don't know if you heard of that one but i haven't no it's a it's kind of like a slow burn horror movie, but it's about a, a babysitter who goes to stay the night. Well, not stay the night, but she goes to babysit for a night and they tell her that it's actually not a baby. It's for their old lady, like their grandmother that's sick or whatever. Okay. So she won't actually have to tend to it. And let's just say that that's definitely not what she's actually there for. So I don't <laughs> want to give it away in case you watch it, but it's really yeah, good. Yeah. Oh, right right. Oh. Uh, director Ty West. So. Yeah, check that out for sure. And it's pretty widely available. I, I uh, recommend that one. And then I recommend uh, this British made one called Kill List. And it's pretty much about this uh, pair of hitmen that go out to like uh, execute a kill list. Okay. And stuff just takes them down a different path, pretty much. Just, I'll leave that one at that one too. So. Okay. But it's something unique, you know what I mean? In horror, it's like you don't usually see hitmen being the stars of a horror movie, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of uh, human centipede. <laughs> did you ever check it out? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I like it. You know what I mean? I'm like half like it, half yeah, a little too dumb, maybe. No, I'm right there with you. It's one of those that I, I like it, but I don't ever want to say that I like it because of what it is. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> people yeah. being so ass to mouth, so I don't want to say I like the movie, but I mean, I do like the movie. It's <laughs> It's quirky at times and it's like, it's gross, but I mean, like, it's just gross in a different way than other, you know, horror movies. So. Yeah. It's kind of a, yeah, it's a funny premise, I think. Yeah. Well, you, um, you named quite a few movies that you like from the past and the present. Is there one that actually stands out like overall as like your personal favorite? Would you say it's Halloween? In a way, uh, it, it doesn't deserve to be it, but in a way, uh, I'd have to say Funhouse just because of, uh, the way I saw it. I was, my friend's mom like I went over to for a sleepover. It was me, and my friend, uh, another friend, and his mom, and 
we were way too young to be watching it, I think. Yeah. And his mom had some like kind of uh like psychological issues and she just started freaking out and it was just so great. Yeah, so uh the way she was freaking out and like commenting on the show was scaring us so much, you know. And then uh yeah, then we all went to sleep in the same bed and my own friend pissed the bed. He was so scared. I was scared, I was shivering all night until the morning and then like I didn't feel good. I, I even ran out of his house in the morning across the alley. Yeah. I thought I was gonna get killed even in the alley. I, I didn't feel okay until I was like back in my house, like standing in front of my mom, like, okay, I'm still alive here. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Was she saying like uh just making the movie sound so realistic that it was making it scary, or was she just saying some like off the wall shit that made you kind of scared of her a little bit? Yeah, well, our uh her husband's brother murdered a guy and i don't think that helped any oh yeah and, uh, <laughs> yeah so it's kind of that and like she's kind of like really nice but like kind of high strung you know and like uh yeah the thing i remember the most is at the end i don't know if you've seen how fun i was but there's the big mechanical like lady sitting up there <laughs> yeah. like when she comes out of the fun house at the end uh like that lady's mocking her, you know? And I remember my friend's mom, like, I can't believe going through all that and having that thing mocking you as you're leaving, you know? Oh, <laughs> just like, like by then I was just like, just in a world of uh, like, I was just terrified. Yeah. So, and I watched it recently just cause I knew I was gonna be on here and uh, yeah, it's not that scary of a show, but I think it's just the age I was and even when you're a little kid, the idea of seeing a horror movie is scary. Yeah. Like my brother, he's never watched one in his life. Like the idea of it, he can, he won't accept. Like I think he has it in his head that they're there's something too scary for him. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like when he is here, I was like trying to start up hereditary, you know. And <laughs> no, 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 like don't start it. Don't start it. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to dive right into like one of the scariest ones too. <laughs> But, yeah. No, and I know what you mean when you're a kid and then you see like a adult react to something like that. It makes you like think of it as like 10 times more scary than it, you know, it might be. Like my mom, for instance, she like really uh, like she never did it like in front of me while watching the movie. But she would like hype up movies so much that I would not want to watch them because I was so scared of them. But now that I've gotten older, I realize that she doesn't like scary movies. So right. even like the scariest stuff is or, like even like the, you know, like not scary stuff scares her. And I yeah. never knew that as a kid. I just saw it all as like, oh, if it scares her, then she it must be really scary. But you know, now that I know different, I'm like, well, she told me the people on the stairs was like the scariest movie she ever saw. And after seeing it, I was like, that was a super fun horror movie. Like it was like it had like it's uh I don't know if you've seen that one, but it has like a lot of very like fucked up minor aspects to it, but they're not like in your face the whole time. It's like stuff that you pick up as you go along, like information and shit, you know. Yeah, I think I saw that in the uh, theater when it came out. I remember liking it, but I haven't seen it since and hardly remember it. But yeah, it was good. Yeah. On Funhouse, my friend's mom, she was like checking the bars on the windows, you know. So I remember her keep saying like, I need a gun. I need a gun. <laughs> I got yeah. that gun. I was like, oh, Christ. <laughs> I would have been like, uh, can I ring my mom? Because I need to go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, how do you feel about remakes? Because, uh, you know, like some of the favorites that you named, like Halloween's gotten one, Friday the 13th. They all have gotten some kind of remake of, you know, or another. Do you typically typically look out for them or is there something that at this point you've seen so many that you dislike? You're just like, uh, another remake. I'm good. I saw the Halloween remake. I thought it was all right. 
But uh, even even the old ones, like they're good. I think just after the book, it was just like disappointing. Like me and my friend got so into uh, Halloween reading the book, like we'd be reading it in class. Yeah. That must have been like grade seven. I think we we're reading that book. So I hadn't seen that. I hadn't seen Halloween till I was in grade seven, I, I guess. Yeah. yeah, we'd be doing our papers. And every time we like we'd be walking like Michael Myers, <laughs> like on doing our papers, you know, yeah. like just every time we passed each other, like stab each other. And we got so into it. And then on on Halloween night, like I snuck through the window of his house, like to scare. I had a butcher knife. And I had yeah. an old man mask. I went through his basement window into his room and I was waiting for him. And then I look and he's walking around his own house with a butcher knife like he's Michael Myers. <laughs> so both of us are in the house with butcher knives. <laughs> the most dangerous situation. Both Like I was more like doing it to scare him, you know. But then yeah. when I saw him walking around like that in his house, I was like, oh, man, we're, we've gotten a little, we've gotten a little far with this here uh, <laughs> book here. But I jumped out and, uh, yeah, he jumped back and his butcher knife uh, like stuck in the wall. I remember him grabbing my mask and face and just like, just punching it like crazy. And I was like, hey, it's me, it's me. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, he, I'll get stab your ass. <laughs> oh, I know, yeah. And I, I don't know what happened to my, my knife, but he, I remember uh, just thinking like, this is like too, it's got so out of control. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and I was like, like I had to, and at that point he was mad that I s snuck into his house and into his room, you know? Yeah. And I was spitting sunflower seeds all over his room while I was waiting too, which didn't uh, didn't like later. <laughs> That's probably the funniest thing I've ever I've heard so far on the podcast is that you showed up at his house and he's already walking around dressed as Michael. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like at least you have a reason. Like when you when he's just walking around, you're like, dude, what the fuck were you doing? <laughs> like, yeah, he practicing. <laughs> He impressed me a couple times like that. There was another time when I uh, snuck into his room. I had to, I don't know how I got into that room because it was actually second floor. I was hiding in his closet and he comes in and he started like uh, air banding, like Twisted Sister. <laughs> and he was doing such a good job. Like I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, he's rocking so hard. It was almost like I just felt like this swell of pride, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking right. And then, uh, yeah, I jumped out, scared him, and his brother came in with a stick and beat me right out the second floor window. I had to jump out the window. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. It's like, I almost don't want to fuck up his mojo now that he's uh, rocking so hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to sleep in the closet tonight and pull one for the <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of had the same feeling when he was uh, doing the Halloween thing. I just felt like kind of proud. <laughs> like, oh, yes, he's this into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, especially if you're into something too, because then it's like, oh, I'm not, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm not the only one that likes to dress up at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's awesome. But uh, now I usually uh, have a few hypothetical questions that kind of mix the music and movies, uh, you know, towards the end of the podcast in uh, like two or three of them. Uh, would you ever want to score a horror movie if given the chance? And, you know, so what kind of subgenre would you want to do? And, you know, if this is something you can do on your own or, you know, if you'd want to team up with the rest of the band, you know, you can do it as a band as well. Yeah, uh, that'd be a, I haven't really ever thought of it, but it seems like it would be a fun thing to do. Huh. I don't know how I would do it or what, but yeah, be interesting. And I guess the more, I sort of prefer serious over funny or, mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I like things that are like trying to be genuine to themselves a little more than kitsch or, you know, or funny. So yeah. I think I'd, I would hope to do that kind of one if, I, if that was the case, you know. 
Hell yeah. No, no, what you mean? Do something more like hereditary or even uh, like the conjuring, not so much as like a, uh, like a shit, like a cabin fever or, you know, like a Tucker and Dale or something like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. And those, those are all fine. You know, I just, uh, my personal preference is usually people doing something like totally seriously because they love it rather than mocking something that someone once did seriously, you know? No, no, exactly what you mean. Like a perfect example is like cabin in the woods is a, uh, like a really beloved horror movie like overall for like a you know like for the newer horror movies or whatever like as far as newer ones go but uh like that's one that really it's like it's hard to look at and see if it like it's a love letter to the genre but it's not like somebody's serious like art project you know what i mean like when you watch hereditary that was somebody's like like they actually gave like all right let me think of a story let me give this story my all not like what can i pick from all these other people's stories and you know like rehash and stuff so no i know exactly what you mean and plus it's my thing is, is like, I love watching all the types of horror movies, but if I was to do music for one of them, I'd only want to do music for like one type, you know what I mean? Or something, you know, yeah. so. like, what do you try to, you know, otherwise, are you trying to make scary music and then, oh, I'll add a little funny lick in here. They, they like Scott sides. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a real hard balance to uh, definitely fit. There's this movie called Mother's Day, which is like a, it's an old trauma film. So of course it's like, you know, far out there and stuff like that. But there's times where it literally goes from like this very serious like organ score to like literally uh, bluegrass because it is about like backwoods hillbillies and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, they'll start dancing around and literally the score goes straight bluegrass. It's just like this is the weirdest shit. But somehow it worked for the movie. But it's just it's almost so weird that it makes the movie uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That could be successful. I think. I, yeah. since you're wearing the shirt. I liked. Uh, I thought 28 Days Later was a pretty good show too. Uh-huh. I, uh, I watched the director's interview and then the cut, like the cut scenes. Mm. I thought the that made the movie way better. And the, the director was saying that, like the scene that I thought was the best, would have been the best show in the scene in the show. He said he cut it because he heard that you should always cut the best scene in your show. And, uh, yeah, and like he literally did, like it would have made the show hold together a lot better it's like right before or right when those zombies are coming across that soccer field yeah uh, i can't remember what what it is or what happens but it makes that scene like set up a lot more interestingly or better or yeah something. yeah i i'm still like i even watched that thing like 10 15 years ago so i'm going on like fading memory but no definitely yeah i think it's uh came out like 2003 or something now i finally watched it for the first time like five years ago or something but even when i watched it i didn't realize how old it actually was 28 days later when I was, yeah 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 it's, it's got like uh i think it's it's coming up on 20 years which is crazy but and it actually kind of looks dated it looks like it's kind of shot in the but i think that's just because it's it was like a very low budget uh horror film done over right. and, and i think he spent more like money on like practical effects and the actors and stuff than worrying about like the you know letting the film be a little gritty as like a throwback to you know like 70s horror movies and stuff like that yeah, so, yeah. yeah i like that old look anyway you know like the old yeah. i think that's one thing that uh modern horror movies don't do as well as just that real horror looking atmosphere yeah that's one thing i like about uh the movie i recommended house of the devil is it's a it came out in 2009 but it takes place in the 80s and it feels like it like it looks like it and it feels like it like you'll see Greta Gertwig in the movie but you'll be like oh damn like I thought this was an 80s movie you know what I mean oh, oh yeah so but no I know uh but I'm right there with you I, I like the grittiness and stuff when they try to like it, it's a nice nod back to it without actually pulling something from the story you know what I mean like it shows yeah. that like your story was a nod back to the 70s without it being like let me make sure that I make this scene that's a straight ripoff from Invasion of the Body Snatchers or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Is the uh, Cat People, is that a horror movie? 
Uh, I definitely uh, seen a lot of people call it horror. That's actually one that I've never seen before, but I've I've definitely seen it in the horror genre. Is that one that you'd say is one of your favorites? Because I uh, I take a recommendation as well. Seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember thinking it was good at the time or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just uh, throwing them out here now. No, definitely check that one out. That's one that I've always had on my list, but because, I mean, it's called Cat People, so I'm always kind of, like, hesitant. Because I'm like, oh, the 80s, some of those effects, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, that one's more just dark and, like, it's not much, uh, not much effects at all, as I recall. Like, it's not like The Fly or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely more classic. psychological, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I'll go ahead and throw out another one of the uh, hypothetical questions, and if you come up with more movies, feel free to shoot them out for yeah. sure. So my next hypothetical question uh, kind of involves a movie. If somebody approached you guys and said, hey, we want to make a music video for either one of your past songs or say, you know, when this new album drops and uh, you don't have to pick the song or anything unless it makes it you know, easier to pick the movie. But they want to make a music video for you guys and they want it to be a short film version of one of your favorite horror movies, but made into a music video. Which horror movie would you choose and how would you make it into a music video? I, I think it would have to be uh, Human Centipede. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> God, I don't think there's any other choice, really. Uh, yeah, and I would uh, put myself at the front and everyone else secondary. <laughs> That's probably the best spot, I'd say, because you got the uh, best chance of living, I think. Yeah, and uh, it's probably the least gross. Yeah, you just got to drag some people with your asshole. <laughs> all, all <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's better. Uh, I'd rather I, dog I hope they would at least crawl so I don't have to drag them. Yeah, true. Like in the movie, the pain of the mouth sewn to the ass is like pretty much makes them start to crawl because other than that, it's going to be ripping out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, that's one thing about the movie is people take it as a joke, but there's parts of that movie that are so like, oh, uh, you know, it's like hard to watch. It's actually like it's poor. You know what I mean? Makes it. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Worse. <laughs> yeah. I think I've, I've seen like half of each one sort of. At some point, I'm just like, okay, whatever. I'm done. <laughs> now, I actually never watched the third one just because that's the like one with the prison or whatever. And I was like, okay. I've seen the first and second. I was like, I really don't need a third one. It's all this like after that point, the horror part's the same. It's just more people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But so usually my final question is, do you have any horror stories of your own? And uh, you kind of shared a few that were, you know, well, the one with the mom was pretty terrifying, but then you had a few funny ones. Do you have any more that you want to share? And if not, like I said, you kind of already shared a few. So I guess after the, that point, I think maybe I was too old and too reasonable to have any other really good stories. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Except for, well, I guess, uh, I guess the other addition to the fun house is like in the carnival or like the fairs that would come through like the prairies like with the people working at them all being like kind of ne'er-do-wells and potheads and bikers like like I remember going into the fun house like the real fun house yeah on the carts and like some you you wouldn't know what those people are actually going to do to you you know like if you go to Disneyland or something you're like you know you're on the ride it's all safe but in those back in those days like, uh, you know how sometimes you go through hair and the hair is supposed to scare you? Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? On the ride, my friend grabbed some of the hair and one of those carnies came out and just punched him in the chest as hard as he could. Even though the, even though my friend was probably like 12 years old, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I think stuff like that uh, added to the... Like, I don't know if I saw the movie Funhouse first or went through one first, but uh, just yeah. the, general, the general atmosphere, I think... I think maybe that feeling is what's what uh, started the 
whoever wrote the fun house to, to actually do it. They probably had the same sketchy feeling being at those carnivals. Yeah, no, no, exactly what you mean. There's actually like a big amusement park here in, uh, well, I'm in North Carolina, but I'm pretty close to Virginia. And there's a, a amusement park up in Virginia called Bush Gardens. And they have a ride called Loch Ness Monster. And it goes through like a cave and it just gets dark in there. And my fear as a kid was always like, man, somebody's just going to chop our fucking heads off when we come through <laughs> one of these. <laughs> like, a disgruntled employee is going to set up a guillotine and we're all going to come out like the uh, movie tag or whatever, the, the Japanese horror film. <laughs> yeah. Heads chopped. And I think because like so many of those uh, fairs traveled, like the guy who does sound for us did this uh, crime once when he was a kid. <laughs> and to get out of town, he just went with the fair, you know? <laughs> he just joined the fair and left town for like a few months. Yeah. <laughs> till, till no one was on his uh, case anymore. <laughs> yeah, that does make that shit more scary because like you said, they uh, like when they're done, they dip. So it's like, unless you really have all that information on, you know, all the workers and stuff, they could easily leave town and I'd be like, oh, that person doesn't exist anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's oh, crazy. And those were the days too when they would have like, like I remember going to the fair as a kid, and there was some guy dubbed like, uh, like dubbed the fattest man in the world or whatever, and he's just, it's just some big guy sitting in a pit eating chicken and with like, like kids insulting him. You know, like, yeah. like stuff. That's kind of stuff doesn't happen anymore. You know, like just total all out <laughs> abuse and weirdness. Yeah. That's just the uh, luck of me. I walk in with like one of my uncles that's fatter than that dude, and he'd be like, "Can I take a job?" <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Actually, yeah. Like if you, when I think back, like the guy wasn't really all that big, even you know. Yeah, there's probably plenty of people that go in there and they're like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> like these motherfuckers." Yeah, it's kind of a. I've, I remember even as a kid feeling like this. Like I could tell that all the people like yelling at the guy was was bothering him. You know. Yeah. Like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it seemed too weird. I was like, just didn't seem right. Like, I think it's good that that is over. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like, nowadays, if you go to a fair or carnival, it's literally rides and food. They're, like, the sideshow shit is, like, mechanical bull or, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like dogs, like, watch these chickens race or something like that. It's never, like, they no longer do, like, the, you know, the freak show sideshow anymore, really. And, like, they do in niche places, I guess, probably still. But And, but even those are, like, people that, are like tattooed up and like have their tongue split and like blowing fire and like doing all that shit. And it's like, yeah, they don't do the whole, like you said, they used to literally just shame normal people. Like, Oh, a woman's <laughs> a little extra hairy. Let's throw her in there and talk shit to her. Yeah, this, exactly, yeah. this guy's obese. Let's he's a piece of shit. Throw him in here. Let's talk shit at it. It's like, luckily we've gotten past at least that type of sideshow shit at uh, carnivals. And yeah. stuff. So I hope we have, I don't know. I don't, it's, yeah, it's so weird. And, and sometimes on TV, like, the person's on a stage or whatever but like in at least in the prairies or in regina where you like you're looking down on the person like like they're in a almost like a cage yeah <laughs> I find it, it's so weird no, i remember back uh when i was uh real little there was a few other things i don't think it was any people things but it was like look through this window and see this thing and it's like even that's just like i'm glad that shit's always because that's such creepy like what if you look through the window and it's like it's supposed to be a dead uh you know, it's like supposed to be uh, a mermaid or this or that. And it's like, what the fuck did they put together with? Like, what bones are actually in there? Like, yeah. <laughs> whose dog got kidnapped and killed to put together those bones? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for the sure, weird yeah. shit they put. But, no, but uh, I do have one more question I'll throw at you. Uh, kind of another, just one last hypothetical one. And it's kind of the same thing as the music video mixed with like an instrument. You know, you play bass in propaganda. Would you want to ever, like if somebody approached you after a show and said, uh, I'll make you a custom bass, 
uh, with any kind of design on it, with you doing artwork yourself, I mean, if you would want to do something of your own artwork on it, that would be awesome as well. But if you could have any kind of horror-based artwork on a, uh, you know, instrument, it could even be completely fabricated to just be a wall piece and not even playable. Uh, what would you get and, like, how would you get it customized? I would, for some reason, something to do with Rosemary's Baby comes to mind or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Or, you know what I mean, like, for a laugh, maybe you get the human centipede, but that doesn't last very long. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you don't want to, you get pretty bored of looking at that on your wall yeah, i don't know i'd have to pick something something with a good cover yeah now the uh i think rosemary's baby would be a cool one especially because you could do like the crib or you know uh with like a satanic hand coming out of it or you could do the uh, front yeah. of the apartment complex or you know maybe one of the symbols like it uh, i can't remember but i think there's like symbols and stuff from that the cult uses or whatever yeah, probably yeah. just have like those symbols like patterned all over the guitar or at least like use those for like the inlays and shit so there's a lot you could probably definitely do with uh rosemary's baby for sure yeah or the or like uh it's kind of obvious but in in a way it's the best this is uh, like something from the exorcist oh yeah yeah something yeah <laughs> it's funny yeah that's no. that, that was a good one man yeah. yeah exorcist is one of my favorites too that's uh that's one that I feel like a lot of people think it's an obvious answer but I feel like it's obvious because it is so great you know what I mean yeah exactly yeah but uh, I think that's one that, uh, like the Bazuzu face, you know how like the part where the uh, priest is walking through the street and the face just like shows up on the screen and like flashes, like yeah. that face would be like sick just to have like on the body of a guitar or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That 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 show the first uh, time it was aired, I my dad and his friend were watching it in the basement and I I just opened the door for one second and saw like that Exorcist Linda Blair face, you know. Yeah. I was just like, holy shit, what are you like, what are they doing in there? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like it was uh like they told me not to come in, you know. I just took a one quick look like that and it's like holy fuck, it almost gave me a heart attack. <laughs> you were like the fun house woman's here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. If you want to, uh, yeah, of course, man, you want to let people know where to find you so they can check out your artwork and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I guess it would be on Instagram, Todd Kowalski underscore art. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's kind of the only place I have it right now, really. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I appreciate you, man. And thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you, Tim. It's a good time. And as usual, I just want to say thanks again for listening and make sure you check back next week as my guest is going to be the one and only Bobby Blood, drummer for the band Downset and co-host of the 85 Grave horror-based YouTube channel and podcast. Bobby has also played drums and bass for some of my other favorite bands, such as Marauder, Murder, Death, Kill, and Thick as Blood out on tour in the past as well. So I'm super stoked to chat with him. However, I will say that we haven't recorded the episode yet as of right now. But I have another episode in the chamber, so if anything happens to where uh, we don't get this recorded in time, there will be an episode next week no matter what. So the guest just might change. So just a heads up. And if it does happen, I will definitely be posting on the social media. With that being said, make sure you go follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go check out Loudmouth Threads. We do this awesome original podcast artwork. Make sure you go check out my dudes in Toxic Coffin as they're always killing it in the horror merchandise game. And stay safe.